Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf kufiyod alf. Quick as always on daf kufiyod. The gemara daf kufiyod. I'm gonna put down the remedy for when a person is being chased by a snake, when a person swallows a snake, when a person is bitten by a snake. And we saw the gemara on the bottom brought down the remedy for when a person is suffering from jaundice. But the gemara said it. He takes his potion. He's also going to become star. He's not going to have kids. And the gemara kufiyod amabez asked either the nisra of Sirius is it for a person to make himself not have kids. And the gemara concluded we're talking about either an older woman or an older woman or a woman who's an akara, and therefore there's no issue of being misarish herself because there's no issue of Sirius in those cases. Today we're going to finish. Up the parak in regards to mission is going to talk about what is motive for a person to do for a fool and what it's us for a person to do for a fool on Shabbos. Then we're going to start the 15th parak by the Shem Lamed Beis talking about the Malacha of Kshira and Mat Kshira and Mat the Malacha of tying and untying. So let's see the Helge Mishnah on the top of that Kufiyot Alf Amar Alf says the Mishnah Cheshik Mishina of a person who has a toothache. Lo Yigamin is a Chemet is now it's a vinegar of Motabul Kedarka but he's allowed to dip his food normally into vinegar. If he's wrapped and wrapped, if he gets healed, he gets healed. Meaning as long as it's not clear, it's not a fool. As long as he's just dipping his food into vinegar, then it's going to work. And the price can point out. If a person, let's say, has chapped lips and he wants to put oil on his lips, he's not allowed to put them directly on the lips. However, he's allowed to take a vegetable and dip it into oil and then eat it normally, and then the oil goes into the lips as long as it's not clear. Zungal Tzarekhafua says the Mishnah Vayter Chayshid Masan Leasach Yain Lechem. It's a person whose thighs are hurting him. He is not allowed to smear wine or vinegar on them. Avosach was Hashem, but he's allowed to smear oil because then it's not clear. Zungal Tzarekhafua because he will do that even during the week when they're not they, they do not have a problem. and Vered, and you're not allowed to smear this fancy type of oil, this rose oil. But says the Mishnah Benayim Lachem Sachet Shem and Vered Amak is saying she can darken Lachem Bechayel. It says the Mishnah that B'nai Malachim, that the sons of kings, the princes, are allowed to shmear with Shem Barad on Shabbos because they do that during the week. Since it's normal for them to do it, therefore it's not clear they're doing it for four. It's going to be mutter. Shimon and Shimon says, Call Yisrael B'nai Malachim. And Shimon says, That's going to be mutter for everybody in Klai's to shmear with this rose oil because it's fancy girl. Because Klai Yisrael, everybody in Klai's house B'nai Malachim. And therefore it's going to be mutter. Says the Helgi Gemara, Ramilayar of Acha, Richa, Dur Acha, Bar. Papa, the Ravo, Achad Akasha Tam, we learned in our Mishnah, Chayshish Peshina, Vaygamen, Sachemitz, that our Mishnah said that a person who has a toothache, he's not allowed to sip the vinegar. Lememer, Tachemitz, Mile Shinaim, it sounds like from the Mishnah that vinegar is good for a toothache, it's good for the teeth. Vaksiv, the Pasuk says, Kachemitz, Lashinaim, Bakashalainaim, the Pasuk over there is talking about negative things, and the Pasuk saying that just like vinegar is bad for the teeth and smoke is bad for the eyes, we see that vinegar is bad for the teeth and Sigmara, Vaykasha, Habaku, Deperi, Habachala, depends if we're talking about this liquid that comes out from the fruit, which is not ripe yet. Which is unripe, then it's bad for the teeth. Habachal, that when our mission said it's good, that's referring to vinegar. I'll tell you. They're both talking about vinegar. Depends if a person has a wound or not. If a person has a wound, then it heals him. If a person has a toothache, then the vinegar is good for the toothache. If he does not have a toothache, then he should not take the vinegar because it's going to weaken his teeth. Which says, the person is not allowed to sip the vinegar and spit it out because then it's clear he's doing it for a fool, but he's allowed to sip it and swallow it because then it's not clear he's doing it for a fool because that could be normal. It could be the way that you eat. And to the Gemara, when Aramisha said it's usher to sip the vinegar, that was referring to sipping it and spitting it out. However, if you sip it and swallow it, then it's going to be mutter. Rabbi Amar says, I feel Aramisha can even be talking about sipping it and swallowing it. Aramisha was saying that's usher. Why? So, it depends when you're doing it. If you're doing it, if you're doing it before you eat, so then people will say you're doing it, you're doing it as part of the normal eating process, and therefore it's going to be mutter. But this, that, Aramisha said it's usher, that's to sip it and to swallow it. That's referring to after a person eats, because when after a person eats, it's not normal, normal for him to swallow vinegar. And therefore, it's clear. Zungal tzarich before, and therefore, it's going to be usher. Now, says Gemara v'neimah milufnei bulshar and achitil b'nami shari. Ask the Gemara, why don't we say from the fact that if he swallows the vinegar before he eats, so it's mutter to swallow also after he eats? Now, Rashi over explains what's the kasha. Says Rashi, dan lechasher usher l'miktas hashabbos mutal mitzasik because we don't find in general something which is mutter for a portion of Shabbos and usher for another portion of Shabbos. So ask the Gemara if it's mutter from to do it before he eats, so it's mutter for him to drink it also after.
after he eats. Now let's see, the Gemara is going to ask this question from another place. The Shemina Le-Rabba says, the Gemara, because we heard that Rabba holds, this Le-Hel, that he has the Svar of Hel, that since something's Mutter at a certain point, it's Mutter at another point as well. Dama Rabba, Lekam Edi B'Shabe Sharem, Kippur Mosser, Hold B'Shabe Sharem, Kippur Namr Shari. The Rabba said, the Gemara over there in Bay is talking about a person going to the Mikvah on Shabbos. The Gemara says it's Mutter for a person to go to the Mikvah on Shabbos because it's not clear that he's going to the Mikvah to fix himself, to be Misakin himself, because it could be just going for tiny, it could be just going for pleasure just to wash himself. But says the Gemara, I have been Kippur where it's Osser to go for tiny, it should be Osser. Says Rabba, no, because since it's Mutter on Shabbos, so therefore it's Mutter and Kippur as well. So says the Gemara, you see that Rabba holds with this Svar of Hoyle, that since it's Mutter on Shabbos, it should be Mutter and Kippur as well. So the Gemara is comparing and saying, so over here we should say, since it's Mutter for a portion of Shabbos, it should be Mutter for the entire Shabbos as well. So the Ritual here points out that really there's not much of a connection between something being Mutter for the entire Shabbos and something being Mutter from Shabbos and Kippur. But says the Ritva, what the Gemara is doing, says the Ritva, Doing is, it's saying that if Shabbos and Yom Kippur, which are two separate conditions, the Gemara's Rav is telling us that something which is Mutter on Shabbos should be Mutter on Yom Kippur as well. So, culture gain Shabbos, which is one Kedusha, which is one day, culture we should say that it should be Mutter the entire time. So, so answers the Gemara, Hadr Bey Ravi Mehach says the Gemara, Rav Ataka was Chazer from this member that we said that it's going to be Usher to drink the vinegar after you eat. Rav was Taka Chazer and Rav holds that's Rav held like a bias tarts that it's going to be Mutter to swallow it the entire time on Shabbos, before you eat, after you eat, it's only going to be Usher to rinse it and to spit it out. So, the Gemara, had you know that Rav was Chayzer from this Memra, meaning from this this Tarot, maybe he was Chayzer, and he held that it's us of a person to go to the Mikvah on Yom Kippur. Says the Gemara, I don't think that he was Chayzer from that Memra. Because if a Bryce has a fair, should a person allowed to go to the Mikvah on Tishba on Yom Kippur? So we see clearly that a person allowed to go to the Mikvah on Yom Kippur. So let's say that Rav was Chayzer from this Memra, and that Rav holds that's going to be mutter to swallow the vinegar side before you eat and side after you eat. Says the Hilking Marbite or Cheshub must have Amrav Abba Barzav, the Amrav Rav, Halacha Kirb Shimon. Says the Gemara, Rav says Allah is like Rav Shimon, that's mutter for everybody in Klai's house, Ladri Shmir with this oil, because that Klai's house, Bene Lachim. Says the Gemara, Lemeimer de Rav, Kirb Shimon. Really, do you mean to tell me that Rav holds like Rav Shimon? And there's a few ways that the Rishon would interpret this Gemara's Kashi. We take a look at Rashi. Rashi says, Lemeimer de Rav, Bekuli Shabbat Svirle, Kirb Shimon, that Rav holds like, depends on the Girsi go, that the cool is of Rav, or in the entirety of Mishakal Shabbat, he passes like Rav Shimon. And now the Gemara is going to ask, how we find another place that Rav passes like Rav Huda in Hocha Shabbat? Now the Kashi is, Tais over asks, what Shaykhs and the Rishon? Asked, just because Rav Paskin is like one sheet of Rav Shimon, that means that he has to hold like all the sheets of Rav Shimon in Shabbos. I mean, if we find that he passes like a Rehuda in regards to another Indian, that's going to be a problem. What, what is one Machlechus have to do with another Machlechus? So the Rishon give other possibilities how to learn our Gemara. Taser suggests that the reason why Rav Shimon holds in our mission that's going to be mutter for everybody in Klai Yisrael to shmear themselves with this oil is because it's Rav Shimon Lashitasa who holds that Darvish and Muscavin is going to be mutter. And since a person is not specifically Machavim the Rafua, meaning a per- in our mission we're talking about a person who's just doing the Tainag, and even though it's also going to heal him, since Rav Shimon holds that Darvish and Muscavin is going to be mutter, so that's why the Gemara was saying that Rav holds like Rav Shimon. The Gemara was saying that, that the Rav and our Gemara passing like Rav Shimon that's going to be mutter for a person to do it because Darvish and Muscavin is mutter. And the Gemara is now going to ask, I but we found that Rav holds and then the Gemara's Kash is very nice because we, we, we just said that, is like, that Rav says is like Rav Shimon that Darvish and Muscavim is mutter I will find in another place that Rav passing is like Rav Yehuda Darvish and Muscavim is mutter so that's how Tais is another Rishayim of the Gemara's Kash it says the Gemara Vamar Rav Simi Bar Chimish Meid Rav Hai Mesuchraya Din Zaysa a person who has a hole in a barrel on Yom Tov, he's not allowed to take a rag and push it tightly into the hole because we're afraid he's going to do schita, he's going to end up squeezing out the rag, it's going to get very wet and he's going to squeeze it. So says the Gemara, and the reason why we assume that that's Aser is because we hold like Rabbi Huda, that Darvish Muskavin is Aser, meaning according to Rabbi Shimon, it should be Mother because Darvish Muskavin answers the Gemara, no, but who? I feel Rabbi Shimon In that case, even Rabbi Shimon agrees that you're not allowed to put a rag into the hole because the because we said, we've said before that Rabbi Shimon agrees in the case of Sikration where it's for sure going to happen, that's going to be Aser. 
there. So that's why really Rav could hold by Reb Shimon. And the reason, even Reb Shimon would agree over there in that case of the parallel, that's going to be Asr. Says Gemara Rav Chibar, Ashim Rav, Halacha Reb Yehuda. Ask the Gemara, we have Beferish, remember that Rav Pasch, like Reb Yehuda, that the Halacha is that Darvish Mishkam is Asr. Reb Chanabar Ami Amr Shmuel Halacha Reb Shimon, Reb Chibar Av. Oven Masna Blay Gabri and Rukhira Avin teaches that it was Machikis directly without quoting the names between Rav Amar Allah Kabudu Shmuel Amar Allah Shimon. So says Gemara, we have a says the Gemara, we have a Beferish member that, that says that Rav Paskin like Rabihuda. So how can we say that Rav Paskin is like Rab Shimon? Again, either according to Rashi, we should assume that Rav always holds like Rabihuda across the board, or we should say, or we learn like Tysis that we see that Rav says an Aramish that's going to be Mutter, which is like a Shita Rab Shimon Darvish Muskaman's Usar. And I we found that Rav said Beferish like Rabihuda Darvish Muskaman's Usar. And says the Gemara Alamar Rava Ani Varisha Bahabura says Rava I am the line of my Chabura Targimna. We explained it. Uman and Reb Chayravin, who's Darisha Bechura, is referring to Reb Chayravin. That we explained what Rav said. Halacha Reb Shimon. Halacha is like Reb Shimon that it's mutter for everybody in class to smear themselves with his fancy oil. The lab mitame, but not because of his reasoning. My Halacha Reb Shimon lab mitame. What does it mean? Halacha is like Reb Shimon, but not because of his reasoning. Either Halacha Reb Shimon is shari. If you're going to tell me Halacha is like Reb Shimon, it's going to be mutter of lab mitame, but not because of his reasoning. Either Reb Shimon Saver Masi Rav Saver Masi. Maybe I'll tell you the reason why Rav holds is going to be mutter is because Reb Shimon holds that this oil heals a person, but Rav holds this oil. Does not heal a person. That's why. That's why it's going to be mutter because it's not for a fool on Shabbos. That's why it's going to be mutter. The Sav Rav Lemasi. You mean to tell me that Rav holds doesn't heal? I but we see clear in the Mishnah that the Mishnah says that the name would smear this oil on their wounds. So you see clearly that does heal. We don't want to assume that Rav's arguing on both of them. So says the That is going to be mutter. But not because of this reasoning. Either Shimon Sav because if Shimon holds that even if it's not normal for this person to use it, Alachas is going. To be mutter because we assume the Rav Sav and Rav holds in that only if it's common for a person to use it, it's going to be mutter, but if it's not common, it's going to be asr. And the place of Rav, it happens to be that it was normal for people to use this type of oil, and that's why Rav said that everybody's allowed to use it. So when Rav said, what he meant to say was that in his town where it was common for people to use it, it was going to be mutter. However, everywhere else wasn't common, it would be asr. Versus Rav Shimon himself would hold that even in a place where it's uncommon, it would be mutter to use because now we're going to go to the 15th parak Masach Shabbos, Eluk Sharm, the mirror over here in his, in his Akdama too. This parak describes that this parak is basically going to be discussing the malach of Kesher and Matit, the malach of tying and untying on Shabbos, and he breaks them down into three categories. There's three types of knots. There's a type of knot which is going to be Chayim on Shabbos, there's a type of knot which is going to be Patra Velasar, and there's going to be a type of knot which is going to be Motra Chatil to tie. And again, there's, we're going to see this is going to be Farish and Rishayin in the Gemara, these three different categories. It is a Machaik Rishayin exactly what goes into what category. Some Rishayin learn that in order to be Chayim on Shabbos, it has to be a Maisa Uman, it has to be a expert type of knot. If it's not an expert type of knot, even if it's a natural Kayama, even if it's a knot which lasts for a long time, it's going to be only Pata Velasar is only going to be Nisri Rabbanon again Machlech Rishayim exactly what goes into which category but let's see Li Mishnais and let's see the Gemara which are going to describe the different types of knots it says Elegim Mishnah Ve'eluk Sharam Shachayim Nalein these are the type of knots which are going to be Chayim for Kesher Agamal and Kesher Safan and the knot that the donkey driver's tie and the knot that the sailor's tie and we're going to see in the Gemara which knot we're specifically referring to Ukshim Shachayim Al-Kishur Chayim Al-Atari and just like your Chayim for tying so that you're going to be Chayim for untying meaning that Kesher and Matir are similar Malachas in the sense that they're, they're opposite if you're Chayim for tying something you're going Remeir says that any knot which you could untie with one hand, even if it's a strong knot, even if it's a fancy knot, you're not going to be chayav. It's going to be potter. Is Remeir coming to explain the sheet of the Tanakama, or is Remeir coming to disagree with the sheet of the Tanakama? Says the Gemara, my kasher agmalon, kasher safan. What knot are we referring to in the mission that we said you're going to be chayav? Ilam a kitcher de kitchery, bis mama the kitcher de kitchery, bis arida hakasher shein shakayamu. Says the Gemara, there's two types of knots that we're talking about when it comes to the boat and the and the camel. There's one knot that a person ties, for example, by the camel. A person ties a 
ring into the nose of the camel, and then when he wants to lead a camel, he'll tie a rope to that knot, he'll tie a rope to that ring, and then he'll lead the camel that way. So it says, and the same thing by a boat. There's a knot that you tie to the actual, there's a ring that you tie to the actual boat, and then when you want to tie the boat to the dock, what you do is you take a rope and you tie it to that ring. So that's the second type of knot we're talking about. So it says the Gemara, if we're talking about that second type of knot, the knot that you tie into the ring when you want to lead the camel and you want to tie the boat down, that's not a kashashal kayama because we, that's something you do and you undo commonly if you, when you try, when you not leading the camel, for example, when the boat's not docked, you untie that knot. So it says the Gemara, like, kitchen, mama gufa, gufa. We're talking about the, the knot that you tie from the ring to the boat and the knot that you tie from the ring to the camel because that stays permanently in the animal and that stays permanently in the boat and that's where you're going to be that's a kashashal kayama. So it's right to remember What's the law in regards to a bow? Do you want to tell me that the reason for a mare that you're going to be putter is because you can untie with one hand and a bow also you can untie with one hand so you're going to be putter if you tie and untie a bow on Shabbos. The reason for a marriage is because of not that you tie, that you can untie with one hand is not very tight. But a bow could be very tight, and then maybe a marriage would agree they're going to be chayiv. Says Zigmar, Teku, it is a shayla. Says Zigmar, right through There are so the first mission we went through knots, which are going to be chayiv for knots. So the mission they're going to be types of knots, which are not going to be chayiv for like the kashak mal and kashasafan. And the Gemara is going to ask, I we said before that you're chayiv. So here we have to be talking about a different type of knot. And it says the mission kashar is ishem haluka. A woman's allowed to tie the knot on her shirt, the knot that goes on her hat, or the knot that goes on the strings which hang from her hair, or the straps on her shoes, or a flask of wine or oil, or sometimes they would tie the, the pot of meat. You're allowed to tie a rope in front of an animal so it does not leave, so it does not get out. The mission started up by saying that there's a type of knot that a person ties that you're not going to be chayiv for. But that sounds like but it sounds like that you're only not going to be chayiv, but there's an esedra banan. The next part of the mission said, the next part of the mission said that she's, a woman's allowed to do these things in the chatrila. Meaning the first part of the mission says that you're not going to be chayiv, but it sounds like that these types of knots are going to be aser. And then the mission says, but that a woman's allowed to do these things in the chatrila. So we have a stira and to the Gemara. This is what the mission was saying. There's a type of knots that a person is not going to be chayav for, like the type of knots that we spoke about before by the camels and the boats. Mind you, what type of knots are you not chayav for by a patar vlaser? That's referring to kitchen to kitchen. Is mama the kitchen to kitchen? Is This is talking about the knots we spoke about before, not the actual knot that you tie from the ring to the camel, but the type of knot that you tie when you're trying to lead a camel and we try to lead a boat. So those are knots which are not kayama. However, those are tight knots and those are ma'aseh uman. Therefore, they're going to be patar vlaser. And says there's no chip. But there is an Isser drop on it. And then the Mishnah continues on by saying, We should return the Khatrila, and there are certain types of knots, which are Mutter the Khatrila by Neo. And what are those? Kaisheris, Maftech, Chalukah. The woman's allowed to tie her shirt and the rest of the Mishnah. Meaning that the Mishnah was saying that the first the Mishnah started by saying that there's types of knots, which are Asadra Banan. And those are the type of knots which we spoke out before, that the knots which you tie to the camel and the knots that you tie to the boat, that is Pat Abel And then the Mishnah continued by saying that then there are types of knots which are Mutter Khatrila, and then the Mishnah delineated all those types of knots. Quick as I saw today. The Gemara the Manalf went through that a person is not allowed to, when a person has a toothache, he's not allowed to swallow vinegar, he's not allowed to sip vinegar, but he's allowed to dip his foods in it. And the Gemara explained that Abayah said that that's referring to you're not allowed to sip it and spit it out, but you're allowed to sip it and swallow it. And the Gemara concluded that even a rubber piece of the Sadir does not make a difference whether you're doing it before you're eating or after you're eating. And the Gemara went through a discussion of whether rap passing is like a Shimon or not, because it, oh, we find that rap passing is like a Yehuda, that Darashim is Kaman's Asr, but rap passing like a Shimon or Mishnah, the person is allowed to use Shaman and Vera, this fancy type of oil. And the Gemara concluded by explaining that. Rav's neighborhood it was normal for them to use this oil and that's what Rav held that everybody's allowed to use that type of oil then we 
we started the 15th parak, and the, we had, saw the two Mishnais that there's three three different levels of knots. It's the type of knot which a person is going to be chayav on Shabbos. It's the type of knot which is going to be patra and then there's types of knots which are mutal to tie on Shabbos. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.